it's time to join the conversation on Seven Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers, a podcast about healing after a stroke or any life-altering event. I'm Christine, your host and a stroke survivor. I had a pontine hemorrhagic stroke. Me and the whole Seven Jars team want you to join in. Learn, laugh, and know you're not alone. Welcome to Seven Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers, Season 2, Episode 10. It's a wrap. The information and advice provided by Seven Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers, Ken and Christine Jackson, the speakers and commentators on their podcasts, interviews, and references in the book, are not a substitute for the advice and treatment plan provided by your own healthcare professional. Further, it's not intended to be an adjunct to any existing or proposed advice or treatment plan you may currently be receiving from your healthcare professional. One of the most important things we've come to realize is that each individual and their family's journey through stroke or a different major life event and its recovery is truly unique. The story and information provided by ourselves and our guests is solely intended to let you and your family know that one, you're not alone. Other people and families have gone through or are going through similar experiences. Two, there are resources available that you may not be aware of that may help you and your family get through the stroke recovery process. And three, there may be other treatment options available. Again, please consult your healthcare professional regarding your treatment plan and do not follow the treatment plans that are discussed in the information we have provided as it's solely intended and directed for Christine and her continuing care. Thank you. You can join the conversation on YouTube and Facebook at Seven Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers for our video version of the podcast. You can check out our website at sevenjarsofhotpickledpeppers.com or you can download our podcasts on iTunes or Podbean. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Seven Jars. Now it's time for Quote of the Cast. Change is the end result of all true learning. Leo Buscaglia. I can't believe this is our 20th episode. It's been an exciting part of our roller coaster ride. We have felt so honored by the time, experience, and expertise shared with us by our different guests and amazed at what we have learned. The strength and courage of others who shared their stories as they managed their own roller coaster rides has been so inspiring. Have we changed much from all we have learned? Has building the podcast caused construction in ourselves? Let's recap our adventures of the past two seasons of Seven Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers and find out. Introducing today's guest. Today, we have Kevin Jackson as our guest. Kevin is our awesome YouTube specialist, transforming our podcast recordings into YouTube videos. Kevin is visiting from Vancouver, where he's currently pursuing his Master of Music at the University of British Columbia. Kevin provides us with our trombone sounds after our corny jokes. Kevin is also a teacher and recently got married Most importantly, he's our son. 
And we also have Ken Jackson, our most amazing recording tech, drummer, <laughs> and my husband, joining us for our recap. Welcome, Kevin and Ken. Well, hi. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you really nice to be here. Nice to be here. Well, let's chat. I can't believe this is our 20th episode. When I look back, wow, it's been such an exciting ride. But I can sure notice a difference in my interviewing skills. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've noticed, too, you're not nearly as apprehensive. And, and uh, I don't think I'm doing as much editing these days either. Things are going way better. I'm getting better at my parts of recording, too. You know, sometimes uh, I end up doing uh, way more retakes than you do. <laughs> well, we're always learning. It's amazing all that you've learned with operating the recording equipment, too. Well, I know. And, you know, in the first few days, uh, first few episodes, I guess, uh, of this, you know, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I actually had to go and get some lessons uh, from my friend out at Mamio Music, Miles Jackson. No relation. But, <laughs> wow, Miles got us going. And, uh, wow, we haven't stopped since. I know. It's been such a journey. It's been great. So... Kevin, the third part of our Seven Jars team, tell us what you've learned. What challenges have you found with this? You know, it's been an awesome uh, roller coaster ride, as you love to say. I sure uh, do. Going through uh, all of this. The learning curve has been very steep on my part, mm -hmm. as my wife can attest to. My uh, technology <laughs> skills are not incredible. So learning how to run uh, some of the social media and actual video editing as well has been a really, really steep learning curve, but I've loved every minute of it. And, you oh, know, uh, one of the other big challenges I, I've found <laughs> I've had has been teaching you how to navigate Twitter. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, Twitter. That was a challenge. <laughs> I really didn't understand Twitter at all, but now I love it. Usually I have an early morning tea. I read all the different articles from so many support stroke groups and neurology sites it's great. I've learned so much. It really is incredible, everything you can find on there. It is, and I can't believe you've done all this work while teaching part-time and completing your master's degree. And playing in every band in Vancouver, it seems like. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holy moly, <laughs> you play in so many ensembles and bands. It's incredible, Kevin. Yeah, well, and so many times uh, we've had frantic last-minute calls as you catch some of our mistakes while you're trying to do the YouTube video. Usually my mistakes, they are, actually. <laughs> that's true. Well, it's a bit of a juggling act, that's for sure, but it uh, we, we always manage to get them out on time, nonetheless. <laughs> that 9 o'clock <laughs> Friday release every second week, eh? Yeah. Well, you know it. <clears throat> well, Ken gets all the photos ready and puts them into the Dropbox. It's amazing we're doing this between between two different um, provinces. Well, you know, nowadays with all this tech that we have, it's so easy. This uh, this Dropbox, this DocuShare, you know, concept is is uh, fantastic. You know, you can just load whatever you want on there, and psh, you send it out to whoever you want, and they can pick it up and do their part. And uh, Kevin's been so helpful doing stuff for us. It's uh, it's been great. We use uh, we use the videos that Kevin makes on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. So yeah, it's a big part of what we share with you guys out there. That's for sure. Well, it's a pleasure to be part of it. You know, it's uh, if I wasn't part of the team, I would be an avid listener, obviously, from <laughs> Vancouver. And this having an intimate role with it like this, I find I can absorb it more and more. There's so much good information in these. 
Ah, oh, well, thank you. Uh, um, some of our other challenges that Ken and I seem to have before we load the pictures onto the Dropbox, I don't know how many times, Ken, we've forgotten to take a photo while doing the recording. Yeah, so then we have to chase down <laughs> our, our guests and... Uh, beg them to come back over for a photo or have them send us a photo. Creep their Facebook. Creep their Facebook. I've done that more than once. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's true, Kevin. That's a great resource. Holy. No kidding. Well, and just the nerves sometimes, the pauses. Uh, during the one interview, I even forgot where we lived and said the town where we lived in 17 years ago. That was with, that was with our... Uh, uh, our x-ray tech christine was christina yeah it that's was. right too. yeah no absolutely and you know you talk about nerves um we we did some fun interviews this uh season like when we uh sat down with alan frew from glass tiger that was a little uh nervy for me actually i found uh although he's such a gentleman he just put us at ease and uh, it was yeah. great it was a fun interview and then we got to watch him later that night he gave us some tickets that was fantastic it was. It's too bad Kevin wasn't closer. He could be joining us on some of these interviews to have the hands-on help approach. No oh, kidding. I sure was jealous about that Alan Frew one, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it was pretty amazing. It was great, but there's been so many. Even this <clears throat> this one that we did recently with... Uh, uh, Dr. Jurakathil. Yeah, with the stroke ambulance. Holy moly. That that was fascinating. They, that man's amazing, and, and so is... Uh, um, Dr. Andrew Demchuk out of the Calgary Stroke Clinic. He's he's doing incredible things as well with stroke. It's, we are so fortunate here in Alberta. Uh, the, the stuff they do for stroke is incredible. It is, and I can't believe how much we've learned. And then <laughs> just setting up interviews, some of the traveling, the meeting the wonderful people. It's been such an adventure yeah truly it has yeah we we have done some traveling we we drove down and we interviewed with uh uh crystal phillips uh with branch out that in was calgary that was in calgary yeah that you was a bet. fun trip down too a uh, great lady there doing some amazing things with uh, her neurological foundation down there mm -hmm. oh we've done so much and i won't mention which episode this was but I remember one episode where maybe we had had a little wine. Uh, quilting, quilting. <laughs> Gloria Boulevard came and did uh, a session with us, and it was so fun because her husband joined me, and, and while we were sitting back doing the tech, we had a drink or two, actually. Tim, thank you for the drinks. It was great. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to mention which one. I really like, with season two, our edition of Stroke Survivor Stories. I found that so inspirational. Yeah, that was something. What did you think of those new Stroke Stories this season, Kevin? I think it's a wonderful addition, <clears throat> to be honest. It, uh, it gives survivors a platform where they can share their story with the world, and that is part of the process of recovery itself, just being heard and knowing that people are going through things similar to you. Yeah, it is. you're right. You're right. Everyone's story deserves to be told. That's for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, stroke is such a huge thing that impacts so many people. I know a few episodes, uh, some residual effects from my stroke when my mouth wouldn't work properly. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's been some slurring for sure yeah. there, there really has but uh boy you've been a trooper about it with uh, all the fatigue that you experience and uh you know you've, we've done well we've done well with it i think it's going well oh, i think we're helping people i hope so because that's our main goal and we've had some just beautiful moments um sometimes really connecting with the guests where we have these aha moments where we're just right on the same page. I'm not sure well, I remember, how to say it. I remember when Dan Yaritz from the first season, what was his episode called? Stroke Strikes, maybe. That's right, mm -hmm. because he was a teenager when he had his stroke. Yeah, that one was fascinating. And you guys kind of just all of a sudden, you could almost see the brightness in the room increase because oh. you both just, it just clicked. I was talking about how with uh, brain injuries, you can see the person you used to be, but you're not that person anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we've had a few tears as well because, let's face it, stroke is a serious subject. It changes life in an instant. But that's why we wanted to add those corny jokes, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> corny is right. There's no question there. Everyone needs a break from the very serious consequences of stroke. Yeah, no kidding. And that's kind of why we uh, did these corny jokes, eh? Everybody needs a break from that. You're mm -hmm. right about that. Absolutely. So, you know, we've done, uh, well, we're going to do a joke today too. So we'll have done 20 of these corny wow. jokes, if you can imagine. <laughs> Kevin, what, what's your favorite joke been? Well, my favorite joke, and it actually relates to something that we learned uh, at music school out in Vancouver. Oh, really? It's, uh, you know, we, we talk about composers all the time, but we don't talk about their lives. So I actually recently learned what Beethoven's favorite fruit was. Really? <laughs> what is that? it? Banana. -na. <laughs> <laughs> that one was from uh, the first episode of season two. I just loved that joke. <laughs> That's great. Christine, That's how about you? What's, what's your favorite one, Ben? Well, mine has some some good advice in it. Oh. Do you know that smoking will kill you? Of course. Oh, yeah. But did you know that bacon can kill you? Oh, sadly. Sure. But do you know that smoking bacon will cure it? Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> wow. I know. That's Season something. two, episode three. Ooh. something. There's no doubt about it. And, you know... I, too, have a favorite, and it's from uh, the 10th episode of season one. Mm. And Which it, it goes that? like this, you know. Today, Kevin, I fired my massage therapist. Why would you do that, Dad? Well, I got to tell you, you know, she uh, she just rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about our favorite jokes, and yeah, those were uh, some serious <laughs> groaners. Um, For sure. But, Mom, I'm actually curious. You've done so many interviews. What is your favorite episode that we've done? What's your favorite interview you've done? Oh, my goodness. Well, I have to say I loved all of them. Of and course. <laughs> yeah, as I said earlier, my interviewing skills have really improved, although yeah. interviewing Dr. Demchuk from the Calgary Stroke that Program, was so great. that made me the most nervous. And Sam, too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. And, and you know, as far as being nervous, I mean, uh, I know that at the beginning, uh, when we were waiting for Alan Frew to show up, because um, <laughs> he had just flown in, and uh, he had a show that night, and, and uh, 
you know, I was nervous that it was going to even happen because he was on such a tight time constraint. But uh, what a great guy. He made time for us and and uh, everything worked. That was our first try with our new gear. Remember, we had a That's new laptop true. and a new DAW and all that stuff. Holy moly, yeah. A yeah. lot of pressure, but it worked out. But, you know, if I had to pick one for a favorite, oh, Kevin, this is so hard. <laughs> I'd have to say it's season one. Episode two, when we introduced Jessica, who had the traumatic brain injury. Right. No kidding. Yeah. That was one of the interviews where I felt she and I really connected. And I had a huge aha moment because I realized I had a brain injury too. Somehow I didn't connect that I also had a brain injury, and even though something very different happened to both of us, we both had brain injuries. So, well, yeah, that was quite a moment for me. Of course. We've all learned so much since your stroke. Yeah, it, yeah. it's completely true. And, and you know, you talk about uh, that you realize that you had a brain injury. And, you know, some of the some of the research that we did, we, we learned a thing about... Uh, acquired brain injury and and I found that fascinating that uh, an acquired brain injury is any kind of an injury that happens after birth and is not congenital so so what's interesting about that is stroke falls into that MS falls into that traumatic brain injury falls into that even Alzheimer's falls into that it's it's an amazing uh, I, I didn't even know about acquired brain injury I know um, Cammie touched on acquired brain injury when she talked about types of stroke in season two. So, yeah, we've learned so much, as Kevin said. There's no question about that. So that's your favorite episode then. Um, what about you, Dad? What was yours? Well, you know, I don't think I could pin it down on one. There's been some really interesting ones. Like, seriously, uh, the one with Alan Frew was, well, I mean, he's a rock star. What What's... Uh, you know, that was fantastic to interview him. And, uh, um, you know, he, he made an interesting comment. Uh, you know, he says people sometimes say to him, well, why me? Like, why does this happen to me? And he said he even went through that a little bit. And and then he says, well, why not you? Why why not me? It can be anyone. Nobody is exempt from this. And I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. You know, another interesting thing that I uh, learned was Dr. Demchuk talking about how many million neurons was that per minute, Christine? Yeah, 1.9 million neurons per minute die during ischemic stroke. And this is why it's so important to call 911. Now time is yeah. brain. Amazing. And, and you know, when, when Cammie did that interview on the types of stroke, I could not believe, like... It's it's quite a clinical uh, uh, episode, and um, but I couldn't believe how much, how many different types of strokes there were and what causes them. It was it was amazing. It, it was, was amazing. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So Kevin, how about you? Like, <laughs> I mean, you've uh, you've made videos for every one of these episodes. So uh, and and you've seen the people and and you know we've described them to you and and uh, you know how. Do, how did you find it? Like, what do you think? Well, you know, I like mom. I, <laughs> I like all of them for sure. I, I think each one has an important message to say. One of the ones that really, really touched me was uh, Daniel Yeret's, uh Stroke Strikes. That was um, season yeah. one, episode eight. Right. That, was, that was great. Yeah. And, you know, he, he talked a lot about uh, 
how while he was recovering, uh, he he wasn't the person he was. He could see and vividly remember who he was before, but he couldn't quite access that. He couldn't be that. Right. Uh, friends expected him to be the person he was before, but it it changes you, and sometimes you, sometimes you're ne- you never are the same person before, and right. that's that whole concept of the invisible injury. Right, which yeah. brain injury is definitely invisible. And Daniel is a good friend of you. You've only of yours. You've only known him since his stroke, though. Yeah, there's no question about that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Anything else, Kevin, with your journey of doing all our YouTube videos and getting to get up close and personal with each episode? Well, one thing that uh, really stuck out, and this isn't to do with the YouTube videos, mm-hmm. it's kind of on my favorite episodes still. Like Daniel's okay. was probably my favorite, but episode nine and ten of season one uh, with the really supported discharge group. Uh, yeah. The fact that I haven't met these people <sighs> is crazy because what they did for you and what they're doing for oh. other people is just incredible. I just... It's touching. Such it good is. people. Oh, you're so right. Um, shout out to St. Mary's Early Supported Discharge Program. no question. They deserve all the shout outs around. You betcha. One thing I am kind of curious, though, um, I see sometimes uh, on the YouTube side, uh, different videos are differently popular, obviously, right. but I <laughs> don't see the analytics on some of the other stuff that we do. So, uh, Dad, I'm curious if you could pin down which one our viewers, our audience found the most interesting. Which one has the most views on that part? Well, you know, I don't think you could guess this. I I was really surprised. I mean, the first episode um, is Christine's episode, um, season one, episode one. Oh, when I tell my story, my own personal story. uh, That's right. You know, there's, that has the most um, uh, views on YouTube for sure. And it has uh, the most uh, downloads on Podbean as well. Wow. Oh. Um, but uh, the second choice, um, I don't think you could possibly guess. Um, I was absolutely uh, blown away when we saw these numbers start popping up on this thing. So, you know, the second episode was uh, the second highest episode was called You Can't Eat an Elephant. And it was about quilting. That was the most popular second, one after Second mine. most popular. It was Woo-hoo. unbelievable. So there's lots of quilters <laughs> no out there that must like listening to us. That's fantastic. And a big shout out to Gloria Boulevard, who must have uh, uh, forwarded to all of her quilting friends that, uh, that uh, you know, we had an episode with her on it. So that well, worked out great. It just shows how important uh, recreation is in therapy as a therapy Mm -hmm. and how amazing quilting is i love quilting it's incredibly mathematical hey oh very analytical yet creative and and surprisingly you know when we talk about uh quilting you know i liken it to building with wood it's very similar (laughs) very similar in terms of you know you you put this piece there and you put that piece there and and it's 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 very similar a lot of parallels a carpenter of fabric (laughs) hey kevin i love that (laughs) so mom and dad what's next this is it this is the end of season two will there be a season three what are your plans? <laughs> well, I don't know, Ken. We, uh, we've we had so much fun doing this. We have. We sure have. And it's uh, it's definitely been a terrific hobby for, for the both of us to uh, to work on. And, and, you know, Christine does virtually all the writing 
just about every word. Sometimes some of the stuff that I I uh, have to say, I I mix it up a little bit so that I can say it a little better. But for oh, me, wow. just for me. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, trying to get me in trouble, Kevin, or what? Yeah, you know me. So so yeah, but. Um, you know, we all have these different parts of, of the podcast, and uh, it's it's really interesting. I do a lot of the techie stuff, and I reach out to lots of people, although Christine reaches out to a lot of people, too, for interviews. And it's surprising how many people we ask and how many people actually can accommodate us with their time and stuff. We've been so fortunate with, uh, you know, all the doctors and stuff. You know, most recently we did an interview with two doctors from the University of Alberta, the Augustana campus, who who do a, I mean, they're both doctors of music and, and they, they have an all-inclusive choir, which was just amazing to, to sit in on. Yeah, that was episode eight, season two. That's right. And I see this as maybe because I do a lot of the research and the writing and conduct the interviews, I see this as such a way to give back. I really feel that I've been given a gift of a second chance at life after my stroke. And I'm going to keep doing all that I can to help others. What shape season three will take if we change it up? I'm not sure yet, but yeah, if I can help others, that's what I want to keep doing. Oh, for sure. And, and, you know, we've already got, uh, um, some people lined up that we're interested in doing interviews with. Um, we want to talk about fatigue and, uh, we think we've got somebody secured to do that for season three. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's some other people that, uh, that we've come in contact with that, uh, we think you guys would be very interested in hearing their stories and, 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 uh, understanding the things they do about stroke and about brain injury yeah, yeah. I, I think what will probably end up happening, I mean, uh, is that we're going to continue. Um, it may not be as regular as we do now, but I think we're going to be picking very specific topics and, and exploring them and researching them and providing them back to you guys as a learning tool. So if you have any ideas on what kind of topics might help you, don't hesitate to send us a submission on our website. For sure. So Kevin... Are you going to keep part of the Seven Jars team and helping us out? Well, you better believe it. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So nice to keep it in the in the family. But uh, like Ken was saying, if you have any ideas or things that you would like to hear, please do not hesitate to contact us. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to keep providing stroke stories, as we said earlier, everyone's story deserves to be told and we'd love to share yours if uh if you give it to us seven jars of hot pickled peppers <laughs> and then all you have to do is click submit story and it's right there we'll get it on our email you betcha so i'm gonna throw this one out to ken and kevin we didn't prepare this before but i'm gonna start <laughs> with go. kevin putting you on the spot any last words from what you've learned about stroke and what you've heard about uh, survivors and all that you've learned? What are your last words here? Um, for me, it would be a little optimism goes a long way. Oh, that's a good one. Um, finding the rainbow in the thunderstorm <laughs> is an oh. important thing to do because yes. usually there is one and... 
-hmm. No matter how hard the rain is beating, eventually the storm will end and uh, you'll, you may even be thankful the storm was there. That's so true. So true. And I'm going to give my last words before I ask Ken to share his because it fits in with Kevin's. Often opportunity comes disguised as challenge. Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> okay, so Ken, any all last words? All I have words? to say in all the interviews and I've heard from people and read stroke stories and all that is fight, fight, fight. Hmm. Oh, you're so right. So right. Thank you both, my family, for joining us here today and doing a recap of our 20th episode of our roller coaster ride of trying to help others who've experienced stroke or another life altering event. Love you both, guys. Oh, you too. Love you too. Did you know that you can follow us on Twitter at Seven Jars? We post daily with all the latest stroke research, innovation, and inspiration. Follow us. Now it's time for the joke of the week. So, Kevin, you taught me Twitter, but do you remember when I was first learning to text? Oh, I remember. Well, do you remember that one time I texted you? Asking what some of these acronyms meant, like IDK, LY, and TTYL. Oh, I remember. I texted you back with, I don't know, love you, and talk to you later. I didn't understand what that meant, so I called your sister to find out. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope she told you. <laughs> Now it's time for our segment on survivor stories. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your own stroke or survival story, or your experience as a caregiver, you can submit your story through our website at 7 Jars of Hot Pickled Peppers, or personal message us on Facebook. We look forward to reading your story. This story was submitted by Leah, and it's read by Christine. I was cleaning up after a birthday party for my son. I noticed my vision was blurring. I had had similar problems before. I've had lots of migraines. This time it was different, though. My husband took me to the hospital. By the time we got there, my left side was losing feeling and my face was droopy. My speech was getting slurred too. I had an MRI and was told I had had an ischemic stroke. They said it was caused by a tear in an artery on the right side of my neck. I was confused <laughs> and I was only 42 years old. They said the tear can happen from a car accident or something similar they thought it was spontaneous in my case. I had surgery to repair the artery and then spent five weeks at a rehab center getting help with physical and occupational therapy. The therapy really helped, but I felt so frustrated and I, I changed so much. I wasn't the same. But there are other people in my therapy group and it helped. 
We all encouraged each other, and the therapists were so supportive. Once I was home, my children kept me going. They were my reason to keep working at it, keep trying. I'll never be what I was, but I can drive and even have a part-time job now. I'm thankful for what I have, for my family, for my friends. God bless. Thank you, Leah, for sharing your story. You are a survivor, and you are inspirational. Now, for our stroke link. We have learned so much over the past year. That's for sure. And it's exciting to think about what's coming in the future as well. What we might learn. What's next? I know. There's one website I found that has a lot of information about our brains. Oh, yeah? Well, why don't you tell me about it? Sure. It's called Brain World, and it has so much information in a lot of different categories, all about our brains. All about our brains, eh? Really? <laughs> yeah. You can learn about the gut-brain connection or read an article from a neurologist about stroke awareness. Wow, that sounds great. I'm going to check that out for sure. Yes, you should. The website is brainworldmagazine.com. And once you're in there, there are so many articles you can click into. Well, that is great. Thanks for bringing this up. We recommend this site. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Or if you have any questions, comments, jokes, or ideas for future topics, contact us at our website, sevenjarsofhotpickledpeppers.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to hear more about Christine's journey, please check out the website. Her book is available for purchase. Last but not least, remember FAST, F-A-S-T, Face, Arm, Speech, Time. If you or a loved one experience any changes in your face, arm, or speech, time to get yourself to the hospital quickly. You can call 911 in Canada for emergencies, or for inquiries, you can call HealthLink in Canada at one 866 408 5465 and talk to a healthcare professional. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and look for the rainbow in your thunderstorm. Goodbye and good health.